Roger. Do 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 babies in the house. Yeah, I think I'm pulling the wrong one. I'm just okay. I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the. Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. Our God is an awesome God. He Everybody, welcome to Live to Tape Podcast, the podcast of the name I just said. It's me, Jason Pepperhouse, a.k.a. Kevin Tipcorn, a.k.a. Johnny Pemberton, here to put your hands on the branch on the executive buffet here on Daddy's Big Red Truck, only available here now, right now, at this point in time that you're currently existing in, here, now, and forever, ever, ever. Thanks for being here. Uh, we have a great podcast today. This is one we recorded almost a month ago with an amazing, wonderful band called the Death Valley Girls. You can find them online at Death Valley Girls on Instagram, and that's pretty much the home base for their stuff. This is not their music playing currently, but I will play some of their music here on the episode. Also, if you're listening and you want to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash live to tape. That's patreon.com slash live to tape. There's a couple levels you can you can get involved with in there. We have a, uh, a Discord, too, which is going to be some new stuff coming towards the Discord, so you can kind of, you know, get involved with that if you want to get involved with that. that. Now let's begin the podcast with, with the Death Valley Girls. But first, as you have to do with any band, let's hear some of their music. First, here's a song from their 2018 album, Darkness Reigns. This is TV in jail on Mars from the Death Valley Girls. Here, Here. I
Welcome to the podcast we have today on the podcast, Bonnie and Laura of the Death Valley Girls. And joining me right now is Britt Sanders, also known as Britt Pemberton. <laughs> We've started. So we're recording here on, recording the video and the audio. So if you're just listening to the audio, you don't understand something. That's just too bad and you have to watch the video, but pretty much it's uh, all be Im- implicit. So y'all are in a band, right? Yep. Right. <laughs> it's called Death Valley Girls. Yeah. The band isn't necessarily based in Halloween, is it? It's not like a, that's not like a, is that a core tenet of the band? Or does that just happen to be something where, you know, that's I like a just thing something y'all share? We all collectively like. Yeah, it's a, it's a favorite, it's a favorite holiday. Right. <laughs> uh, and also I think it was just, we always were on tour then and everything is like, what most people consider costumes were like, oh, that's just regular clothes and it's in every Goodwill, every thrift store. And it's like, it's abundant. It's everyone's happier. Everyone's like, right. for our job, they're like psyched to be there wasted. And like, ah! You know, and it's like leading up to this cool thing. No one's got like the Halloween crazies, like the Christmas crazies. It's just like a, and it's warm still. Yeah. And fall smells Not good. Yet. It's like the yeah, but it smells good. Mm-hmm. That's true. Smells good. But so, yeah, it just became obvious that, like, October rules. And <laughs> and you can get stuff. And then even the little bit, like, November till November 5th, you can still get discounted Halloween shit. And it's just, like, it's, like, you just, you come up so hard. <laughs> you well, come up so hard. Halloween what do you is think of this? the coolest oh. visually. The coolest, yeah, visually, too. Like, holiday, for sure. With yeah, coming in in a I, at a fun second, but Halloween is, definitely has right. The yeah, I found out we had no more job for a year and no more money, and I was like, and I looked on eBay. I was like, oh, just get yourself something, you know. You just and then these things, which were like so expensive, I was like, you know what? I need a lamp, and I so I so I'm broke now, but like I have the lamp I've always wanted, you know. This is so. I have the I'm, little remix ones they made of that um that company. I never. I always read that yeah. company's name, but I can't right. say it. Right now we have some Halloween nerding out okay, here. Yeah. This is like a like a. <laughs> uh, when you said that about the lamp, I was like, I mean, I know the lamp. I basically was. Call, oh, it might as well have been talking to Britt. She's like, you know, I, I had to get this this little plastic lamp thing. Had to get it. I had to get this little pumpkin thing. And the decision yeah. like what goes away and what stays out yeah. around. Yeah, well, I'm not even in my house. So it's like <laughs> everything I acquire is is meaningful or not. I'm confused right. about meaning, but it's like, oh, I, I was like, I need a lamp. So that seems, that's important, but it's like, you don't, not that one, because you can't read with it. It's just pretty, you know? Yeah, it's atmosphere. Feel, it makes you feel good. It makes me feel good. Gosh yeah. darn it. So how, when you were uh, playing with Rookie Erickson, how did that come about in the first place? Oh, we played, uh, do you know Burger Records? Yep. Yeah, Burger Records. They had Burger Rama uh, at the observatory like five years ago or something, and Rocky was playing, and um, we like went out through the back, and then like he – after he finished, he came out and we were like, you know, it's like all of a sudden like the sky lit up and there was like uh-huh. comets like shooting off of him and like beautiful stars everywhere. And he was walking towards us and we were like, oh, it's Rocky. And then his guitar player came right after him and we were like, 
hey man, like hit like two of his strings broke or three of his strings broke and he played so good. And we we're like, hey man, that was amazing. I can't believe you played with so many broken strings. And he was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and, then he, and then he's like, uh, are you guys in a band? And we we're like, yeah. And he's like, what band? And then I told him and then he's like, I know you guys. <laughs> And that's the story. And then we were like, oh my God, I can't believe someone in Rocky's band knows us. Wow. And then we became friends. And then like, and then the rest is what? <laughs> She's laughing at me. And why? Then the rest, why are you laughing at me? Because you're funny. <laughs> I would agree. Well, it's fun. Oh, you spent so much time laughing at her. It's time for payback. <laughs> yeah, right? Everything I say... Because you're funny too. You're right. It's I laugh at you because you're funny. You laugh at me. You, you can dish it out, but you can't take it. Um, it's true. Is Roki like super spaced out? Um, well, he's not alive anymore. Just right. I know that. Totally. Okay, cool. Because sometimes he did, uh, he did exit planet dust. Yeah, I didn't want to lead you down a fun path of right. me saying something like mean, and then I'm like, <laughs> he's dead. He died yeah. what, a few, just a few years ago, right? Not that long ago? I think he died one year ago. Yeah, okay, yeah, so that's pretty recent. On, like right after Easter, or we saw him on Easter, his last show. So but, what was it like being, because he wasn't that old, but he was pretty, you know, he had been, been through the ringer. Yeah, I think he, he's the same age as Iggy. Okay. Pop, whose birthday it is today, and he's seventy-three. So that means Rocky, I think, was like seventy-two. But that's he, pretty old for a rocker, though. It's pretty old for someone who was sent to a mental institution. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. he—he's definitely like, he's definitely more there, like, like where we are, right. <laughs> whatever you know, than you would think. But. Um, he, he was patiently kind of waiting mm -hmm. to go where he was supposed to go. And, and he likes entertainment and burgers and all these things. But um, I feel like it was more you mean like, burgers like, like hamburgers. Yeah. Like okay. he really likes what he likes to eat. He yeah. loves pork fried, wait, sweet and sour pork. He loves mm. talking about food. Um, it seems and he, like he was kind of like, just along for the ride and then but once he got on stage he just like locked in and mm. and just like what was oh sorry <laughs> that's a cat <laughs> that's a beanie weenie oh yeah um like he loved then, then he would just like sit stage. down with his guitar and just like sing like all and know all of the songs and like play for hours it was pretty awesome or he would play for like an hour or something and be like like can't believe we just did that for four minutes you know, like things like it was like pretty or he, you know, he would say definitely super far out things, mm -hmm. but he was more there than you. Like you could totally talk to it. Like he's a cool dude. Yeah. But I think his body didn't feel that good. Yeah, you I know bet. I mean? So I think that that was the main thing was like, sometimes you can't tell that like, you know, with some people it's like their body really hurts and it seems like they're not there, but it's like, no, they're just like tr trying not to be in pain or something. But he was. Yeah, super, super cool. So funny. Like every moment we got to like see him was just like, it's like just like a blessed moment of the funniest thing. For yeah, sure. all those old musicians, they, um, they seem like they do best when they're playing music, music and not when they're not. It's like a thing yeah. on stage. They feel like they, they've been so, spent so much time on stage performing that when they're up there, it kind of like it's comfortable. But it's the time when you're away from it. It's kind of like, I think it's time tends to slow down for you if you're not up there. 
Yeah. Well, we it's... also played with, sorry, Bob. We also oh, played no. with uh, Daniel Johnston. Yeah, similar type of energy, huh? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really weird to have played, like, both of them mm-hmm. for sure. Like, two Austin people, but he was a little bit different, I feel like. Right? Yeah, he's a real space cadet, right? I mean, well, the Daniel real... Johnston was, yeah, it was way different playing with him, but as far as, I mean, I just, I feel like they're kind of in the same, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they both like, uh... really liked, the, like, the food they liked and the entertainment they liked, and they love Kid. Daniel Johnston called her Bella Lagosti, and he's just, like, loved her so much. Call he really who loves that? ghosts, too. Aww. He loves ghosts. Wow. And candy. He's, he's gone too. Yeah. He also died last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you and you also have a friendship with Iggy Pop as well, right? I don't know that I would say it that way. Are you gonna call him <laughs> today? It's his birthday. You said. I know. Yeah. You should call him. <laughs> we should all call him. <laughs> I think call. that. I think that would be bad. <laughs> no, I think you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I did like write to his manager right. like at the beginning of all this and be like, "Are you guys okay?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "They're fine." You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think he's in Florida, oh, right? He's in Florida. He has like so many birds. Like he <laughs> hangs out with them and like just chills with his birds. And like they have like their hierarchy of like how like the main bird Biggie Pop is like he Biggie has to hang Pop. Out with- yeah he has his own instagram and he like sings and sing they sing to each other and mm. it's actually how i found out iggy's left-handed because he plays guitar to the bird and the bird goes wah, 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 and like wow but like so he has like certain amounts that he has to pay attention to each of them it's like Aww. i mean it's the iggy chilling with his bird and the bird's like this big oh you can't does that even work in this you don't even know this could yeah. be huge. But I can see Wait. your face, so I know how big your face is approximately. That's a big. That's, that's, that's a small. That's a small. <laughs> this is going to be so hard to get used to. Yeah. If this is like wow, the future. that was good. You maintained the space, spatial relationship. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I don't know. It's it's. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. So Iggy's a big fan of the DVG, right? He likes our band. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It feels very much like an extension of something that he would be involved with. Thank you. <laughs> That's it's so really nice. Cool that, it's really cool that he even knows who we are. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. When we're, definitely, he said, we're definitely friends. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Fun. That's yeah. the answer. He has us on speed dial. <laughs> Is so, that real? I think so. Is that a current, like, is that part of, what's it called? A current, the current. The zeitgeist? Uh-huh. Is speed dial part of the zeitgeist? No. I just Aww. spit everywhere. I'd say no. <laughs> uh, maybe like, maybe favorites. He's in top five favorites. Okay, favorites. Yeah. Like on MySpace, your top eight. Wow. Yeah. I haven't thought about As that you in a long time. might be able to tell from this computer experience, I didn't have MySpace. I, I'm not. I can't I tell from that. For- it seems like it's okay. Really? You think yeah. I'm good at computer? I mean, yeah, you're, we we're all know. here right now, yeah. so don't sell yourself short. Okay. <laughs> okay. So with, with the band, are there influences you have that I think people would not expect? I'm gonna, for the podcast, I'm going to play one of your songs at the beginning of it just so people can hear it and then at the end. 
Uh, so people will have, will have heard this who are listening. They will have heard the music. But a lot of times I feel like uh, people, um, like if, a, if like a, a blues band will have a lot of influences from something that seems like they wouldn't have it or vice versa. Like I always think about Depeche Mode, how they always say they're, they consider themselves like an R&B band, really, you know, because they like that stuff yeah. more than anything mm-hmm. else. I and, think we think of ourselves as like a gospel group. Kanye. Kanye. (laughs) Which is it? Kanye or or Kanye gospel? Kanye gospel. Yeah. That's sort of like a... There's so many... I feel like um, there's so... have so much in common with Kanye. Not like personally or politically, Mm -hmm. but like musically. It's shocking like how much... (laughs) Like she knows better than me because this is her area of expertise. But like, yeah, I would consider us to be like a spiritual like rock and roll you know like no no i don't know i'm, yeah. li- I'm listening oh is this listening. wrong is this bad i What's just feel like um i personally feel like i'm influenced by like every single genre of music that ever ever because i listen to it all and enjoy it most yeah of it. um but I, I do think that there's things that we enjoy as a band that people probably wouldn't like I don't know. I think you make a a fine point is I think like, I feel like I'm influenced by every single thing I've ever heard, seen or whatever. Like, and I always talk about this is like, I have like in our last record, I listening to a song, I realized like I kind of ripped off a Burger King commercial. Like I didn't know at the time, but it's just like- See, this is what I wanted to hear. This is basically, I don't want to hear about like, you know, Kanye is great, but that's that's what I want to ask about is the fact so- It's everything because like before we recorded this last record, I was like trying to cram ideas into my mind. And I was like, dude, you know so much. You've been alive a long time. <laughs> You've been alive a long time. Like, You've been alive a long know, time. <laughs> yeah, you know so much stuff. And it's like, it's already all in your head. And like this last record we just finished recording is I feel like was just like, just like channel it from wherever it is and just like record it and don't like use your brain just to have your body like because I, I was so sick of thinking and being like oh and, you know and people being like what's it going to sound like and we had all these like grand ideas but really it's just like every single song we've ever heard is in our mind every melody every every harmony and it's like you just like it just goes out of you you know it's like worry about the opposite there's a lot of musicians who talk about they before they write they want to put themselves in isolation so they don't get influenced by something accidentally you kind of you're kind of saying that, but in a different way, right? Like you're trying the to have it come from come from inside as opposed to like be accidentally like uh, influenced by something you pa- you pass by or yeah. Well, I think a main thing is like we've been trying to learn a lot about this, but like the idea that all the ideas are up there and you just like kind of like take a hook and put it up and pull it down. It's like the songs already exist and I like to think about it that way rather than like we're sitting here like writing these songs because like it just comes out like I don't sit and write lyrics for months and months and months and like it's just like literally I can't do it I hate it so much and so the day we go in the studio to record the vocals I'm like <laughs> like so stressed and like sweating and like crying and just like write it all down and then just be like all right okay you got all 10 songs or whatever and it sucks like during it but it's it's just like it's already there 
you just right. have to do it when your body lets you. And for me that, I guess that is in like total stress, sorrow, like Pressure. hating myself for like 20 minutes, writing it yeah. down. And that's it. <laughs> you do it because you have to do it. Not because yeah, you're up against the wall kind of, right? Yeah. I, I mm -hmm. wish I was a, like a different kind of person. Like, Oh yeah. That's what I asked Brittany at your show when we met her without right? knowing who she was or you <laughs> is like I was she said that you write this is gonna sound funny but she said that you write like your show beforehand and I always thought comedy uh you just made it up as you were going along well I do I don't that's not really true I guess <laughs> exactly no uh, or like I don't like, I mainly yeah like there's like that show you 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 Rehearse more. That wasn't like a stand-up show. Yeah, that that I had a template for that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you were I don't thinking know. about that one a lot. Okay. I was thinking about that one a lot. So it was different. But I mean, there is that element to it, I guess, for some people. I mean, for me especially, a lot of times there is the element of like of um of making something up, you know. But um it's still yeah, gonna, it's gonna, gonna it's still gonna be different every time that you every time right. you right. But like you're yeah. always working. Like it seems like to Not me. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> but this, yeah, maybe. But yeah. it seems like to me you're always, it's always cooking, you know, and you're always yeah. doing something. Like for me, I'm just like kind of like zone out. I like stare at the wall for a few hours every day. Like really? Just walk yeah, I don't, I don't do because we're always we're usually on tour. So it's like twenty four hours. I think that's good though. I think that's good to have that. Like Brit right now is like, yeah, it is good. Cause I like someone's <laughs> too much stuff. I think it's good if you do have that like periods where you're just, you're just zoning out like that. I think it, like you're talking about when you do have to do stuff, it, you're able to do it because probably, sure. probably because of that, because you are like zoned yeah. out at times. Instead yeah. Of always well, trying yeah. to be like focusing on something. Yeah, I think it's charging. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pointless to like judge the way you do stuff if if you actually get stuff done. But then I'm also like, but what if I got twice as much stuff? Yeah. Then I would be twice as good a person, and so many more people and monies would come to me and puppies. And puppies is good. If you get puppies, that would be a good thing. But breath shaking yeah. right now. What? No more. Let's shake your head at, at the well. You know what you just said, like the idea of more. If you do do more, you get more, kind of thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> that can be like uh, it can be like what do you call it? It's like a thing where you're chasing something as opposed to being in it. Yeah, right? that's well, true. How, how is it right now? Because obviously, I think bands are probably the most affected of anyone <laughs> right now in terms of uh, being inactive because you really can't do what you I mean comedians were pretty pretty heavily hit by this but I mean bands are just so fucked right now so well, it's got to be something where I, I just wonder what what are you thinking about well we we're really lucky that we just recorded you know what right. I mean like at least there's that like what if we just came home because we knew that we just ended like a year and a half of tour so mm -hmm this was going to be our longest break and it was going to be four whole months, you know, of just going to a few festivals or whatever. And these festivals being very small, not like this is for the <laughs> summer, right? For the summer, you yeah. a couple festivals. 
Well, we were supposed to go to Europe in June. And okay. I, I just mean from like maybe uh, January to like June, we would only be doing a few things. Um, but so we, ha we knew we had to like in our mind figure out how to live like in this pace instead of like every other month we were on tour for like a year and a half. So it was already oh. like, you're going to have to do some serious reprogramming, but um, this, and this is so crazy because you play such a big role in our whole life. And now like how we're going to live, we're not going to play a show for like a year probably from yeah. November was our last show till like next November probably. But at least we recorded and like, I think maybe that's one thing that's lucky about our job is like I all I wanted in my whole world was to just make a record without by like learn like using everything I had just learned that we had just learned which relates to you kid knows what I'm talking about our like and so <laughs> so like just use all this new information that just like exploded in our minds get it on to make it somehow work into songs now we have to do the art and then it's like it doesn't matter honestly if not to be mean sorry family but it's like if i we died or if i died right now i wouldn't be too sad because i i actually like our new idea our new whole life we got into songs uh that's, and that's great yeah when does it come <laughs> out october okay october 1st I wish. I wish. No, what it should be, it should be October 1st. That way you can do the whole month of October leading up like a crescendo of Halloween. Like a, Wow. Yeah. That'd be good. good yeah, totally. We do have a song coming out in June that sh is shockingly about um, releasing yourself from the prison of your mind. Uh, so is this, is that influenced by drugs at all? Totally. And okay. Damien Eccles. Right. That dude. I mean, like, one of the West Memphis Three, one of that the guy who murdered one of those uh, those three children, accused of murdering. Come on. Well, you know what? Actually, technically, he is a convicted murderer because he. Uh, yeah. They made him. Yeah, he is a convicted free, murderer. Right? The Alfred plea. You will yeah. die, a convicted murderer, unless oh. some crazy shit happens. But yeah, so the, the convicted oh, murderer. <laughs> he's a really like. Is, he's is amazing. He considered yeah. like a. Also a hot topic goth? I don't know. I think he's, yeah, he's a little bit. I think, I think so. He's old enough to be like a true one of those type of, you know, old Yeah, no, yeah. He I used to look at his like his wish list when he was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a wish list of so people could send him things. Wow. And it was always like tarot card decks and like Anton LaVey coloring books. No. <laughs> it was cute. It was like that's funny. That is, is that, cute. Anton LaVey coloring book is pretty cute. Yeah, is, is that remind? real? I bet it I is. I just made it up. Oh, you should Brit, you yeah. should make that for um <laughs> yeah. you've been making coloring books. That's so that's so funny. That, the that Anton LaVey one. In this town, in this time, that shit would sell like <laughs> Get on Coloring it, yeah. Gifts. Start printing. <laughs> printing and shipping. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, no, David he's like, yeah. Yeah, so how did so that happen then? So you're talking, about, you're talking about how it is influenced by some sort it's of- It's a cover uh, song. It's like a Nigerian, like, for some reason we thought we were going to make a 70s African rock and roll record, mm -hmm. but it was also going to be a spiritual gospel record. And the point of the record was to- I was like, man, like people are obsessed with chanting and like 
going to church and all these things and what they have in common is like singing to your best friend kind of and and like you know and just being so psyched and like physically singing like using your body and breathing and all this stuff to like um bring forth a new a dawning of joy and so we were like oh let's do this record yeah. and so uh and 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 i was like and then i like googled <laughs> whatever like like uh songs to sing to and it like you'd be surprised that doesn't exist it's not like no one makes songs to sing to there's like karaoke but it's not like let's sing this together yeah. split open the earth's heart and so i was like yeah let's let's get into like this like african kind of thing let's go to the source and then uh and then i was listening to this nigerian like rock and roll thing and we found this song and we were like let's cover it it's called breakthrough uh and i was like man it's so cool and then we found out that it's actually like they were covering this band atomic rooster do you know they're like a prog no, rock like just like them. it's hilarious i'll send it to you on your email later yeah. it's like the funniest like i don't like to be mean but like dorkiest just like prog rock band and then this cool nigerian band covered it but so we recorded this song uh and yeah it's so weird because the whole thing was about like the idea of like using your mind to be free uh -huh. no matter where you are and now it's like <laughs> that's what we're supposed to be doing but i'm just like oh I'd just rather stare at a wall like um <laughs> it's kind know. of the same thing isn't it if you are staring at a wall you're free because you're just lost in your mind instead of being like oh i gotta go golfing right i want to go to tahiti yeah well, yeah. how does the Damien, how does the Damien Eccles thing factor in there? You mentioned him. Well, because we we recorded it like it, because we we didn't write it, but in some ways we did write it because we found it, and it's like it was all these ideas that we heard him talk about in his book. <laughs> what what, what book is it? Um, is it High Magic? Okay, I've never read it. I should check it out. It's really cool. It's just he kind of the way he describes magic and how it's used compared to also like Eastern sort of things is really cool because it, it makes sense and it doesn't seem like this like, you know, ridiculous thing that's just like, you know, it's so there's so much people, so yeah. much people using magic, but the way he describes it is more just yeah, more like practical and more like like mind power and being kind of like a ninja like with your body and like you know like if you're strong and mm -hmm. focused and in the right sort of place like and you meditate it's just all more like, like stuff you can be and strong then like you have the power to do much more than like if you sit sit with it with your mind and like get that like like healthy and strong then you can you have the power to pretty much make whatever you want to be a reality a reality yeah it's kind of like it's just far out <laughs> it is far out you think it into being right it's the idea yeah you and manifest, like, manifest it i guess you could say man that's yeah. what he says that mm -hmm. magic is for and i think like i've visual magic like that yeah, yeah. you know about you see, sigil Britt does it she's been doing it for a long time that's why we're together wow oh yay great work True. I mean, she did put what? a she did, she did put a spell on me at some point. I think, right? I don't remember. Yeah, you do. Really? She remembers. She doesn't want to talk about it. That's why. That's fair. It was some sort of spell Sigil involved. Magic is really cool, but and you can think about like any mm -hmm. almost any logo, especially like very companies that are very powerful. Like yeah. that's just a, it's a sigil. Like they made totally. 
Like that's another facts. Yeah, it's like like the anything you want, like the amount that you know the Bible or whatever, like is just those words are so powerful if you want them to be in the way you want them to be. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be. I, I'm not an expert on this topic, so I, I don't want to go any further, but I do know like things are powerful if you want them to be. And he teaches you like how to use intention, mm -hmm. even just like if you go like this, like the first thing in his book is like, this is like the first thing It's like creating heat and then like the power and then the energy between your hand and then imagine an object. And if you do that for like a week and it's just all these like really helpful, cool things to do when you're in prison. Or yeah. prison. No, oh. that actually makes a lot of sense, though. Really, it's cool, weird yeah. how similar that is in a way. Because prison is such a thing where, like, a lot of people right now probably are in a sort of a form of prison, even though they're not like they're not being restricted from the outside. Not, they, they do have freedom, but they're choosing to not use it because of they're being told you to do that. So it's kind of like you are, it's very similar to prison in a way. Yeah. yeah well, we're experiencing like a one hundredth or like a one thousandth of what it feels like to be, to be like actually in prison. Just yeah. like you start to go a little bit crazy or like you start getting, <laughs> feeling, just getting weird. That's well, I think right. moreover, it's that it's the first, it's not the first time, but it's a time where we are um, totally not in control of what is going on. And like, particularly in you know like this country it doesn't usually mm -hmm. happen here like other countries stuff with the government takes over the whole society and you're like you know kept in your house or there's bombs or war or whatever mm -hmm. but like here it's like this always happens somewhere else and now it's like there's this thing outside it's dangerous it's outside like your door and that that isn't as bad as prison because you're in your cool house or <laughs> or in my case in this new cool square I get a play yeah. guitar in but it's like and I have my dog, but it is like, there's something outside, like, and I keep thinking the only thing that would make it worse if it was like flesh eating bacteria, you know, like, cause I'm kind yeah. of sometimes like, yeah, I'll just, I'll go for, a, well, I walk the dog or like, I'm just going to go for a drive. Like, it's a big deal. But then I'm like, what if it was flesh eating bacteria? <laughs> you would not leave at all. You would like teach the dog to pee in the toilet, you know, yeah. or like, but I think there's something like about flesh eating. That's really, that really hits the, the core. No one yeah. likes flesh eating. Nobody else, yeah, you don't want to see what's happening to you. Like <laughs> anything to have it be inside, you know, like smoking. Yeah, you just want to die. Like all of a sudden you get really, really tired and you fall asleep and you just don't wake up. <laughs> That's yeah. Kid doesn't you know. like it. She's like, don't talk about she's scared of dying the most of anyone. Most of anyone alive? <laughs> no, I, I can't prove yeah. that, but I can prove it. <laughs> it's definitely been a problem since birth. But being scared to die honestly say that one more time i'm getting better about it honestly about not uh dying accepting it and, and <laughs> yeah. it in a positive way and not a negative yeah we're trying to we're trying to or one thing we really want is for people to not be sad when people die mm -hmm. you know because it's like everyone's gonna and right. like, the only thing you can do is change the way you think about it but like, it's really hard. <laughs> you can't like, you know what I mean? Like we, our last record was all about that kind of different songs about like, it's, stay here as long as you can. But when you go, it's okay. We'll meet up together forever. And then it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't, if kid goes away, I'm going to be sad. Like, 
when I was like a very young child, my mom would just sometimes find me crying and like, a <laughs> and I'd, be like I'd be like, what is wrong? And I'd be like, I don't want to die. Like I'm thinking about it all the time. You think and something happened to you? Like, oh, go ahead. Happened to her. I go right back there if I smoke weed. If you smoke uh, weed, you go back there, huh? So you don't smoke weed at all then? I like, I have like a, I have like a one-to-one CBD THC vape pin. <laughs> Really? Like once, and it's like, all right. I didn't know that. Yeah, (laughs) but if I smoke like real weed, like Mm -hmm. I just. What about other drugs? I don't. I would only like consider doing. I I stopped drinking like three years ago. Wow, three years ago. Yeah. Baller. Good job, kid. Um. Thank you. And I would consider doing psychedelics, but because I'm so crazy about my, about the dying fear, I just know that I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to have to like address that, I feel like. And so I feel like it would just be, I'm too scared still. I think it will, I think that's the, the reason you're scared to do it is because you know, you know, that's the one thing that's going to make it so that you're not scared of death anymore. And you just, you like being scared of death such a big part of your identity <laughs> I'm just kidding but I do think it would help you or I think I think you would love it like I've like, done like small amounts of like mushrooms and stuff but I've never I've never had like a full-blown like like psychedelic like trip or experience like a melter yeah no yeah uh but I'm interested in doing that a melter changes things I think a little bit yeah, yeah do you like um doing uh those types of experiences you guys i do i do sometimes a le- less kind of go seasonally brit doesn't like to do it so much but brit also like uh is more uh sensitive to that than uh brit, I, you I think. Weed? yeah yeah she's more <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, yeah. It, but a second that like anything anything um well, anything cool about, when i've tried anything else it's been really bad for me <laughs> that's fair yeah i i think i i think i feel too many things already Mm -hmm. yeah we're just like empathy everything (laughs) so then when you take something that enhances it it's completely uh you can't handle it that's how we met her is that you were at the at his concert hall i did i went TMI to you like you were so sweet you just asked me like one question and I immediately was like I'm really nervous <laughs> no, well I talked to you because yeah. you were sitting there and you looked so nervous and I was like is this she okay like and so but that it's like and wow, you're like I yeah know. I just worry for the comedians like um because it's so like I know what it's like to not do good and I was like oh are you a comedian and you're like oh no I'm just friends with them and then, yeah, it's just really funny. Um, yeah, that's why I can't really, I don't mm-hmm. like to go to shows too much because it's, I just stress so out the full time. I wonder if that's something that's just like from the way you were like, if it's from the way you grew up or if it's like just, you know, like are people empath people from the way they were born or, you know, what's that called? <laughs> it's like Nature versus nurture, maybe? Yeah. There you go. It's probably a little bit of both. I always think everything's both. I think everything is like, yeah. you know, you get, you get some from where you came from and you get some from what you've experienced. Yeah. You have both, I guess. Yeah. And maybe they, maybe you're, because your nurture might also open up different parts of you also. Like, 
you know? <laughs> like, you know what I mean, though? Kid, what's that movie with those, the triplets where they're like, uh, remember Three that ninjas? movie? <laughs> the, the triplets that over. like okay. go to the different place. They all. Okay, I'm, I'm took, I took over. <laughs> There's like a movie, a documentary about these triplets that like get separated. It was like a test that they did yeah. against them. Or I don't, I don't mean against them. That's not. Yeah, I know. Yeah, in in New York, the three three guys. Yeah, that, yeah, I can't remember. It's three three total strangers or something like that. Three brothers, three three triplets that got separated. It was like a a study. It was study. Yeah, doing. I watched that. Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah. And they are. Yeah, it's totally. They found out it was on purpose, right? To like, yeah, totally. How they all developed in in different yeah. incomes, right? They put them in three different household incomes almost like a yeah lower middle high and the C. yeah and yeah. then it like a <laughs> or something later didn't they or an italian like an italian restaurant yeah they all like worked in the restaurant and then like they couldn't crazy. like keep they got so much um they got so much sex yeah. had, you know they got so like they were so cool They're famous they, yeah yeah once you get famous it's all over yeah, yeah. But then they found out weren't there like lots of um, triplets and stuff that they yeah they're like, they, like they're locked so away the information or something yeah and they're fine. holding it they're they're not releasing any of it until like everyone that's involved is like definitely gone oh so gone <laughs> <He's> dead <laughs> your face that it's stuck on right now oh so my good. god that's good I'll take a screenshot of it she's back she's oh wait was that a trick. <laughs> a trick. She's doing a trick. No, yeah, she's a trick the first time, but then I. Yeah. She does that all the time when she doesn't want to like talk to you. If I don't like talking anymore, I just go. Yeah. That's a pretty, like, oh, pretty hard freeze. That's a hard freeze. She's like, oh, I'm zoning out. It's like, no, you're not. You're just pretending. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? Uh... Like my my brain being like, you need to meditate because I'll just I'll just go like this. <laughs> And like I can't do anything else. I have to just stare and do that thing for at least like thirty seconds. It's, and I'm like, I think yeah. it's it's like hypoglycemia. <laughs> it's like a diet because you'll be well, like something I have. So yeah, she'll just be like totally there for, and then all of a sudden just like completely slumped over, be like I'm tired. <laughs> and if you give her like a tiny candy, she's just like oh, I don't know what happened. It's like I think you just need like food or something. Maybe it's just <laughs> mini medit. It's called mini meditation. No, well, it's microdosing. Micromed. Micromed. Bring this to the masses. It's my. Mm -hmm. It's mini micro meditation. Sell yeah. it. Package it and sell it. Yeah, make tap that. Apps <laughs> or whatever. Um, were you gonna ask a question? Was I? Mm -hmm. I got a bunch of questions. Really? Well, you, um, you said microdosing. Yeah. Is that because you do that a lot? Me? Yeah. You ever experiment uh, with me? that? Um, I used to experiment heavily, heavily with all of that stuff. What, what um, do you mean by all that stuff? That can mean a lot of different things. Drugs. Well, <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was trying to think of like what else it could be like. Mm -hmm. And all I could think about was like love for dogs because that's, I'm five years old and that's the two things in my head. Love for <laughs> dogs. Uh, yeah, no, I used to, I really like um, 
the idea of um, drugs and like psychedelics and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't, um, uh, but yeah, I think that it's super cool. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's super cool. And I think it's super helpful. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Because you're, you're just being very, <laughs> very vague. <laughs> oh, sorry. You think uh, it's super cool. Like, what's super cool? Like the idea, like the words? <laughs> the existence, uh, the experience? Well, yeah, it's like I, I th we said, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> I think it's cool. Like, I think aliens and ghosts and like what happens after you die is super cool. Right. And I think like, I think all of these unknown mysteries mm -hmm. are the coolest part of being alive is figuring them out and believing in them until you're forced not to because somebody hurts your feelings too bad. And I think like when you do psychedelics, it's kind of like it, you get closer to whatever it is that is connecting it all to being like, Oh, there's not a difference between life and death or, mm -hmm. or what is death? And then death kind of seems like it's just, what is the universe? You know, it's all of, I think psychedelics just get like it, it makes, you know, that thing lift off and like, you just be like, Whoa. Um, and it's like medicine too, in a way it's like, Oh, I don't feel like I'm not feeling love. You, you know, like I don't feel, I'm not in love with life. I'm not hungry for anything. And it's like, Oh, like that, like remember why. And it's like, Oh my God. Like sometimes you can just stare at like a flower and be like, Oh my God, red. Oh my God. Red. It came from the ground, which is brown. And then it came up this green thing. And now it's this red thing. And it's like, what? And you could just stay there mm -hmm. for like eight hours. Or you could be like, wait a second, seeds? You know, you could like, and you can just go to the most smallest part of life, just like red or like, oh my God, every flower, like might know every flower and like <laughs> who invented the flower and like, what if it flipped? You know, like, it, and I think mm -hmm. people forget that you do have control over how you think in a trip to a certain extent but it's also like tripping also is like if you're gonna do that you have to kind of also be aware that it's like possibly doing like 10 years of therapy in a few hours so even if you have the worst trip ever and you like realize you're already dead and your skeleton is trying to get out of your body <laughs> and like rip your head off and like throw it under a bus and like that's the, just the cycle of your reality for eight hours it's like you'll probably learn something you know it's like there's benefit I think to it all but then there's like Rocky Erickson or like Daniel Johnston where it's like you can't do it too much for, I yeah. think <laughs> I think well Rocky also got abused right he, wasn't Rocky like uh what wasn't he given um uh, electroshock therapy against his will yeah state of Texas yeah, I think that's the case. And, I see what you're saying though. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. But I mean, you're saying about how. Um, apparently. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I think it's like people. Like, and that's what's so weird about this this little this little coronavirus thing we got uh -huh. going on here is uh is it's like people are like all these people like going to take ayahuasca trips and all this stuff. There are, I don't want to, I haven't heard that at all. Not right now, but I mean, like you know how oh. like corporations are like sending people down. Ah, the cat's right there. Did you see that? Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it all right. I believe in ghosts. 
<laughs> yeah, well, they've been like doing this like corporate retreat to go like take mushrooms or like get into, right. you know, like team building or whatever, mm-hmm. or, like, I don't know. I, I'm not an authority, but uh, there's all this stuff of people like wanting to get in touch with um, spirituality and this stuff. And now it's kind of like there's this wonderful opportunity where you are just by yourself with your body trying to be healthy not allowed to go anywhere like Mm -hmm. realizing if you stay home you can help other people's bodies like just the most like primal or primary kind of situation and i don't know and it seems like the people that do get sick it's kind of seems like this crazy trip that happens you know i know it's horrible it is kind of a trip isn't it? it's kind of like a thing where because some of that stuff reminds me of an acid trip like you hear people talking about having these high fevers and it's similar because you're trying to get through this thing that's terrifying, but you have to just basically buckle up and ride it out. Otherwise, it's going to shake you to death. Yeah. So yeah, and there's not, like, you, you're not in control, but you no. can just like go with it. Like, um, but I'm also I'm working on a project right now, which I would like to discuss is have you guys ever seen Ghostbusters 2? Uh, yeah, I think I have. Um, I think so. Yeah. I did okay, I, yeah, I recommend you return to it as soon as possible. And because uh, I feel like what happened in that movie is exactly what's happening right now in, <laughs> in culture. Break like, it down. Like, I'm going to break it down for you. It's New York City. Break it down. Well, can you do that again? Break it down. Okay, ready to break it down. I just wish you could do more stuff like that for the rest of the day. But uh, I can, but it was going to cost you. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll... Time is money. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so it's about uh, New York City. I guess it's the 80s. And like everyone's so mad, so pissed off. And everyone's anger created this like ooze. That's like. Oh, yeah. I remember this now. Yeah. Underneath a river. It's yeah, a river and... underneath the sewers, right? In the sewers. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, Dan Aykroyd and, like, Bill Murray and, oh, man, and the other guy, I can't remember his name, but he wrote it. Um, oh, you're talking about they, um, Harold, Ram- Ramis? Harold Ramis. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> he wrote with Dan Aykroyd, which is, like, so cool that they wrote it. But so, basically, it's, yeah, it's, like, anger is creating the sewer river of muck and, like, yeah. it's, like, rising and, like, nothing can stop it because it's just making people more mad and the more mad people get the more mad the river gets and like then there's this painting and the painting like wants a baby's life and like Sigourney Weaver has a baby and like all this stuff is happening but the most important part is this river and no one believes the Ghostbusters and they're just like they're like put them in jail and then the governor mayor's like get, we need the ghostbusters and then the ghostbusters like get out of jail um and then they're like stuck in this place with the painting that's trying to get the baby and then rick moranis is like oh we gotta save everybody like what are we gonna do like we gotta think of something really big that symbolizes like joy and then they find the statue of liberty and then they make the statue of liberty like start walking yeah. and it's like singing this song and i can't remember what song it is? Look it up right now. Uh, it's so important. Do you know how to look it up? Mm-hmm. The song. I'll look it up. What does the Statue of Liberty sing? <laughs> I can look I it mean, up on here. I remember it vaguely. And it's a New Year's Eve movie, so it's New Year's Eve. Everyone's singing the song, and then the joy that they feel singing, like makes all the everything the spell 
gets broken, the guy in the painting goes away, the painting becomes the four Ghostbusters plus the baby. It's an amazing ending, and everyone's happy again. And I feel it, like we is just- Is it higher to, and higher? Yeah. Is that what it is? is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Higher and higher sure. by Howard Huntsberger? Wait, is this it, ready? Tell me if you can hear this. Is this it? Yeah. This is it, huh? This is yeah. a big old hit, though. Yeah. Yeah. From this movie, there's. If look at the soundtrack from this movie, it's crazy. Oh, it's it's like it's, it's going off. It's a big yeah. soundtrack. You've yeah. got. What have you got here? You've got um. <laughs> it says all these people. You've got. You've got <laughs> Bobby Brown, New Edition, James Taylor, Dougie Fresh, Run DMC, Oingo Boingo, Elton John, and Glenn Frey. Wow. No, it's it is there. Say again. Yeah, I think so. What? That's a Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry's hit. No, oh. no, wait. Oh yeah, but this in this uh, edition, it's a song called "Flip City." Whoa, what's by that? Glenn Frey. It's probably something what's really that? good. Here we go. Let's just uh, get this. Uh, that's kind of Halloweeny. So good. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get flagged now. Oh, really? You're not allowed to No, nah, it's okay. I'll just, I have to do this little bit of gymnastics, but I can fix it. Does so oh, can I ask you a question? Something sure. I've always wondered. <laughs> it's, uh, I've wondered this for like three months. Is I noticed some comedy people are like, I'm a comic. And yeah. then some people are like, I'm a comedian. What is that? I don't know. Honestly, I don't really? know. Really? What do you think, <laughs> Britt? Britt Brit can answer this better because she's like on the outside of it. Is there a difference between a comedian and comic, do you think? No, I think it's just a choice of yeah. word. I think it's the same like, thing. Are you an actor? Yeah. So is like a comedic you actor? That's like when, when we all go into a room and we're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm into Halloween. And you're like, I'm an actor. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hi, I'm, a, I'm not into Halloween, but I am an actor. <laughs> Wait, say that again. I couldn't, couldn't hear Laura. I'm a Halloween specialist. There you go. Halloween specialist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't so know. The, cool. the whole comic comedian thing, I don't really know. I think maybe comedian sounds a little more legit. I think comic is maybe an older word, like maybe for more, more of an 80s thing. Okay. But I, I don't think pads. it really matters. Yeah, kind of shoulder pads. Wow. Uh, can I tell you something? Nope. <laughs> Please. Uh, I have to, though. I okay. don't think I can hold back. And so I've only been to like four comedy shows That's in good. my life. That's uh, good. One... It means you're a good person. It means you're probably uh, no. like doing, things, doing something right. No, you changed all that. You made me what, kid? Oh, what, sorry. Kid? I don't know. Well, I love comedy shows. She goes to them like every week. And, but so she took me to see uh, that Duncan Trussell right. show with you. And that mm -hmm. was the only other time I had ever been to a comedy show in Los Angeles was at that place, the Ding Dong show, which yeah. I went to like 15 years ago. All right. That's, a, that's not a normal comedy show. Yeah. No, it's not. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And when I was there, a lady had a seizure. And I didn't know what to do. So I put my hand in her mouth because she was like, I thought that like you like 
I thought that she was like gonna swallow her tongue. I uh-huh. didn't know. It was the weirdest reaction, obviously, to have, and she totally yeah. mangled my hand. But let me very- see it. What? <laughs> you got any evidence of this? Is there evidence of the bite or no? I, I, you know what? I'm gonna just, just be very clear here. No, there's not evidence. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. uh, As opposed to lying, <laughs> saying there is, I just can't show you. I can't show you yeah. the evidence. But- well, I had, t- I had two choices. I didn't. I was gonna okay. go with either lie or not. But so I went. So I went to one show there. Mm-hmm. I saw Don Rickles in. Right. Like, uh, what's that? He's place? the Ding Dong Show there? guy. No. Oh, oh, I think Don Barris is the is the. Ding- yeah, totally. You're right. Wow. Oh my God, this is starting to get really weird. But yeah, I, I saw who that guy is. Who he, I know who he is. I know the show. So yeah, that I mean, that's like that's maybe why I was like, comedy is really weird. I don't know if I like it, and I got bit, so I was like, this is yeah. It sounds but, like so every I, reason not to ever go to a comedy show ever again. Getting yeah. bit by a woman having a seizure seems like yeah. This is this is what comedy is. Yeah. Well, and then I see Neil Hamburger, Don Rickles, mm-hmm. and then I went to your show. Got it. At the Hyperion, whatever. The, tri- the tri- triangle of, of shows, basically. The, yeah, the four-sided triangle of shows. Can I ask you a question? Okay. <laughs> Two questions. You <laughs> were talking about scary? this Ghostbusters project. Oh, yeah. You went off describing the movie and then the soundtrack, but you didn't finish saying what the project is. Well, yeah, thank you. Thanks for okay. reeling it back in because this mm-hmm. is important to me. Is I feel like there's a lot of stuff to like um, process and learn right now. Like mm-hmm. people, like we've been doing a dream survey and study of like people have been saying that their dreams are like way more intense now than ever. Who's we? You have? But, like we being <laughs> me and my dog and my band. Okay, got it. <laughs> you know, the royal we. <laughs> right. But yeah, the band. We have, we have like dream journals, and we want to send you guys them. But uh, yes, yeah, send them. Yeah, we've been like just kind of making. We made this like thing that you can fill out online to like say like from one to five. Like, have your dreams been more intense than usual? Like one being absolutely not five being like oh my god that's so true you know and so like we've been trying to learn about dreams trying to like really see like um we don't usually like to be political or whatever but it seems Mm. like it seems like the world's pretty effed and it's not like because of like one president it's like this is like a huge thing that's bad and this seems like a good opportunity to like get down to the ground and be like why is this happening like let's fix it or let's just take this full futuristic and just like you know just so post-apocalyptic like let's just like blow things up and form gangs and like like you have a f- vegetables like either you make your food or you don't have any you know like we trade plastic like so i'm just trying to write this paper about all these things but i think it all relates <laughs> back to ghostbusters too where it's like we as a society have been so angry and not virtuous that we made goo and ooze like an actual physical thing has been created which is hatred and like uh and and all of these things and uh and so now we have to like bring something as symbolic as like the statue of liberty back to life to come and sing with all of us you know and just like and just like decimate decimate uh disseminate or dissipate 
dissipate. Maybe dissipate. You mean like to dissipate make it, the hate? Yeah. Dissipate the hate. Yo. I like that. Yeah, that's what we gotta do. We gotta bring it down to its knees. Yeah, dissipate um, the hate with the yeah. uh, with the with the uh, the dream journal. Yeah, well, for real, because <laughs> everyone's been so negative for like uh -huh. the last I don't know, like four years. <laughs> I don't know why. Totally yeah. random, but like everyone's been so negative, and it's like What's that's TDS. Not you know about TDS? Uh-uh. Trump, Trump derangement syndrome. What's that? It's this thing where people get obsessed with Donald Trump and they make everything in their life about him and they make like everything that happens is is revolved around something that Trump did. So they basically wow. have a negative outlook on every single thing possible because they're obsessed with Donald Trump because he's making them, he causes them to be deranged. He's ruining, he, he's well, ruining people's lives. <laughs> he's not ruining people's lives. People are allowing him to ruin their no, lives. No, totally. I'm, yeah. I, so wait, what's it called? It's called he, Trump derangement syndrome. It's kind of a joke, but it's also like a. It's human, not a joke. Yeah, it's very <laughs> real. People, it's a very yeah, real thing. It is. I think yeah. that that's, and coming full circle is like the whole, like breaking free from your prison is like, you can focus on that and you can be angry all you want, but it's yeah. like a total bum out and it's not doing any good. And it's like doing nothing good at all. No. And it's that thing. Everyone's like, if you're not angry, you're not paying attention. And it's like, <laughs> I don't think that's true. Like that's not a yeah. good. Well, anger never, anger and fear never brought about anything good. No, just like really thick walls. Are you sure? I don't think so because anything. That one thing. You can't think of one thing. <laughs> of what? The thing that you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like if you were pushed, if I like pushed at you hard enough, you'd be like, "Well, actually, it's one time I was so scared that." Talked about so angry. Something really good happened to me, but I can't remember <laughs> right now. Well, no anger. That's not necessarily like, like a. That's not necessarily because the anger, it's like a, your reaction to it. You could have a positive reaction to being angry or scared. And yeah. So it's not necessarily you would, the, to, you would have to make like a, cho yeah. a choice to make it that way and not. And right. Not. She's addicted to chaos. She loves fear. She's like one of those people that likes to go in like. Um, haunted those, houses? Yeah. Or like what's that room you I like? I love haunted houses. But what's that room thing that you like to do so much? Escape room? Yeah. Oh, escape rooms are fun. I've never done <laughs> I don't one think before. Those are scary. Oh my gosh, you guys should do one. They're so fun. <laughs> I I'm, you would like them. Are you, are you texting? Are you on I'm Instagram? Sorry. I'm messing with my finger. I honestly, this, is, this sounds like I'm, I'm making like a, I'm being like shitty or something, but I feel like <laughs> everyone I know who does escape rooms is sober. Well, <laughs> I, just, I just heard a laugh. <laughs> yeah. I know who is that Casey? He does them too, and he is not sober. Well, I mean, but would he be doing them if he wasn't doing them with you? No. Maybe. He doesn't drink either. Maybe it's just the people who abstain. Well, she, she's like, she's addicted. She's, uh, what's it called? She's an appetite for destruction. She loves fear and like, the only thing she doesn't like is barf. Like she has a barf phobia, so she can't go out if it's like Vegas or New Orleans. She's just <laughs> and if like you barf, she won't be your friend anymore. But like, it's a, a metaphobia. 
That is, I mean, there is a lot of uh, barf in New Orleans. That's true. Yeah, there is. Very barfy town. (laughs) She's not happy. But like, I mean, I, I've just been a very neurotic, um, like, (laughs) but now, um, I think it's, I think those things are getting better, but I cannot tackle this, this vomit phobia. Like, it's pretty crazy. When's the last time you vomited yourself? Like, I remember crying and my younger brother was, like, taking care of me, but it was, like, years and years ago. Wow, so, like, oh, edge so of memory. don't throw up. No. She avoids I mean, do you ever feel like you have to and you stop yourself? Yeah, like, when I, back when I was, like, drinking and I would, like, have a hangover and I would feel like I need to throw up right now. Like, I would just lay still, like, on the couch and be like, mm-hmm. wow. And, like, I'm the opposite. I wouldn't allow I'll, myself. If I got to barf, like, I'm going to barf. So I just haven't had, like, a stomach bug in like a long time so knock on wood there's an episode of seinfeld about this actually really i'm pretty sure well, there's an episode of seinfeld about pretty much everything but there is one about how i think maybe <laughs> it's a lane. That's crazy. yeah one of the people on the show has a vomit thing and they will I think maybe it's elaine or george or someone they refuse to vomit and they'll just lay on their back still for days whatever oh. it takes to not vomit seen that that's so funny that's exactly in my life and mm-hmm. it's a real thing like there's like a whole community of like emetophobic people and like they, it gets really bad like some people will will like become like anorexic and or like oh, they won't because they're scared that they'll like throw up oh, and like oh some people like won't have kids because they're scared of morning sickness just like crazy it gets really like like um it can get really bad and it's not like that bad for me but thank, thank <laughs> god what do you but think I, it is? Do you think it has a has roots in something? I I know that it does. I just I've been trying to like to like f- figure out where that this originated for so long, and I mean because I've had it for as long as I can remember, and like I, I feel like it'd be up as a kid, like and waking up to myself throwing up, and like being really like traumatized by that. Mm-hmm. But honestly. I I think we should do something fun with this. Like, instead of trying to find out medically what it is, like, what what would be a smart thing, we should try, we should opposite Occam's razor this and go to every kind of, like, um, uh, what's it, past life regression, like, psychic, (laughs) like, everything aside from, like, a medical reason why this is happening just for fun. Can I, also, do that? I also read how they, you know, most people, like most phobias, if you face them, you can like conquer them. Like that's what that's they weird. said. They said that it makes it worse for emetophobes. Hmm. So I can't just like be like, throw up in front of me. <laughs> what if you get yeah. ayahuasca and you vomited a ton? That's yeah. what I was thinking. Cause I know you have to throw up a lot. Like when you do that. So that would be, I mean, yeah. uh, I would, that's why I don't want to do <laughs> ayahuasca for that reason. You don't like barfing? I don't like barfing. No. Like well, it's your least favorite? I mean, sometimes uh, I think it's funny. What you think is funny when I barf or when you barf? <laughs> no, like, like times I've barfed, I've I find certain situations. I think it's very funny. <laughs> Kids, yeah. you, that's awesome. Kids, yeah. it's like, like growing up like, and be like, because <laughs> I was because the my my favorite one is that I was driving. My dad was like, "Come pick me up from the car place," and I was like. I feel nauseous. He's mm-hmm. like, you have to pick me up in the car place. I'm like, well, I feel sick. So I'm like, fine. I even brought paper towels with me and a bag because I was like, I really don't feel good. And I'm driving on the freeway and I had to barf like while I was driving. 
and and then but in my mind it was like if someone was if this was in a movie it would be very funny yeah because it was it was the situation was ridiculous we totally ridiculous yeah no we've had a lot of like because she's so scared of it and because we're in a band where and i drink there's been many a situation where it's like the lengths i've gone to to like hide barfing from her is like just so elaborate like yeah so 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 many stories about so have you, have you never hide. watched like any of the jackass movies i don't enjoy i don't enjoy that <laughs> because i i casey actually just was because i guess they're making a new jackass movie and mm-hmm. uh well they were like, <laughs> I watch it, but i know there's there's gonna be barfing like you know how yeah, they, that guy yeah. yeah you know how christians have those movies that they edit to edit out the stuff that's oh, bad. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. You need to oh, have someone yeah. edit out the bark. <laughs> yes. Yeah, throw out, take it out. That'd be you awesome. Just have like a coalition that edits out vomit from movies so you can enjoy them. Wow, that's such a good idea. And there's so much time now to create. <laughs> yeah. <to> edit. <laughs> yeah, that's well, so fun. Like, if there's any movie that I've seen that and it has like a throw up scene, like I definitely remember it and I know to like. Wow. <laughs> who knew we who knew we'd land here? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. This is a unexplored territory. I didn't know it even existed. I honestly never heard of that. I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't know it was like a like a thing thing. It's a thing for everything. Yeah. There's like literally yeah. a thing for everything that you can imagine. There's people that have a thing. I'm in love with a fountain. A fountain? There. So there, gonna, I said it. Have you, have you watched those documentaries of the people who are in love with well, buildings? Yeah, like cars and stuff. Objective like, fetishism. Um, like the Eiffel Tower yeah. or like a carnival ride. Yeah, yeah. but those things, we, we I mean. Offense. Offense. The one lady yeah. kept switching between what she's in love with. She switched from the Eiffel Tower to offense. Well, I think they just like get a, off on it. Yeah, but didn't we figure out that it's because like every one of those people was abused severely oh, as a child. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. oh, that's why I like, like you know. Like, yeah. There's definitely maybe well, if you, not so good. personality disorders, like they found like you, you have like, you'll have like strong relationships with inanimate objects. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> personality disorders. You know that. I have that. I don't know. I have that. You know about that. Sorry, you my might. battery's dying. Yeah, plug I it in. I, yeah, plug it in. I have a personality disorder. I got to plug this in and find out why. <laughs> plug that in, uh, find out why. Plug the guitar in to the, to the speaker. <laughs> Whoa. It worked. I've never, I, I've never used my computer before, or this computer before because <laughs> I thought it was haunted. And like, I like to use haunted for like an overarching thing. It's like if I don't know how to use something really good, and oh, like it's haunted. I try, it doesn't work. I'm like, oh, it's haunted. I don't want to do that. Or like, like my car's tires are haunted because like the, the light for like fix your tires has been on for a year, and like I keep putting air in, and the light doesn't go away. So I'm like, I think the tires are haunted. <laughs> That's funny. Like the ghost in the machine. Ghost in the machine. Mm-hmm. Did so you, when like, when can we hear the next time we can hear a uh, the new the first time we can hear one of the new songs is June. Yeah, June 11th, one of them comes out. So um, uh, it comes out where? Oh, uh, well, it's, we have a seven inch coming out mm-hmm. and it has the, the breakthrough on one side and then a Daniel Johnston cover 
uh, on the other side. Uh, and the album so, comes out in October. Yeah. What's it called? What's the album called? Do you have a name for it yet? I was just going to ask you, what do you think it should be called? Oh, I don't know. I'm bad with that. <laughs> I don't think so. You're, the name of your comedy night was really good. Yeah. And you know so much about reggae. Maybe you could like rip off a cool reggae record for us. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's just so many. There's so many options. So many. I know. That's, that's also not for me to decide. What about what's the, the names of the, the I think it's up to you. I have, <laughs> I have a question. What's up? Oh, Kid has a question. Have you ever listened to Justin Moore, Johnny? Mm -mm. Okay. No. I think you need to, I really think you need to listen to Justin Moore Beta Hook. What oh, is that? Oh, shit. Do it's it. It's one of the greatest songs of all time. Okay. Wait, is this a country song? I've heard yeah. this song, I think. Yeah. Beta okay. Hook. Okay. Yeah, this is one of those ones where it's like, teach you, teach you how to beta hook. And it's like, to do it's the, like yeah. even better, huh? Yeah, this yeah. is definitely in my in my genre of country that Brit hates so much. Really? Yeah. I'm from Kansas, and so I just love. I just feel like um I've seen you play so many funny songs at your shows, and I feel like you would appreciate that one. Yeah, I do like those kind of shit country songs. There's one called "Buy Buy Me a Boat." Have you heard that one? I don't think so. It's by Chris Jansen. It's a massive like number one hit from about two years ago. Okay, and so it's, cool. The chorus is just uh, um, something like uh, he basically says he wants to make money. He says it could, but it can buy me money. Can't buy happiness, but it can buy me a boat. It can buy me a truck to pull it. Uh, it can buy me uh, a Yeti one ten loaded down with silver bullets. Oh Ooh. my god! Yeah. It can buy me a boat. <laughs> buy me a truck to pull it. Oh my god! Wow! That's so just even hearing you sing that, just like makes me feel so reassured mm -hmm. like we spend so much time in gas stations and just hearing you do that just now was like oh yeah back there's also there's also if i could have a beer with jesus yeah that one's a great one have you ever heard um uh beer with your name on it by josh thompson no. That one, I mean, I mean, I uh, started off listening to it as sort of a joke, but it grew on me so fast. Like, I really do love that song. I play it a lot, and Britt hates it because I play it so much. That's how I feel about Beta Hook, but I know I'm uh, alone here. I mean, you're not alone. There's, you know you're right. There's millions of people. In this podcast. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's a good song. It's a I great song. It. I think those, those really simple country songs like that that are like earworms are fucking great. Those are good. But you're saying how you, you just hearing that makes you nostalgic for tour because mm -hmm. about gas stations. Yeah. Well, yeah. We go to like four gas stations a day and just like yeah. walking in like, what's up, what's up, you know, like it's just like a relaxing You're always feeling. playing those songs. Yeah, yeah, they are. yeah. And it just like the freedom, the freedom of a gas station is really exciting because like you don't think about it, but the road's kind of loud. And it's like mm -hmm. stressful, like because you you're almost gonna die probably. But once you get to the gas station, it's like I could drink anything, I could eat anything, like you know. And now, and also, so strange is now I'm gonna wash my hands so much better because honestly, I don't think we use soap because I didn't know what soap was for. I thought when you wash your hands, you're just wiping stuff off. Like, I was like, oh, I think I wiped it off. Don't you know what I mean? Like, wait, whoa, I whoa, 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 hold on here, hold on. 
Um, I'm, I'm just going to repeat back some words I just heard. Um, let me see how. Okay, I think it's six words, maybe seven words. I didn't know what soap was for. Yeah, totally. I didn't know yeah. what soap was for. So, you, what did you think it was for? I knew what soap well, was for. Yeah, I, I believe you. I think most people know what soap was for unless they say, I didn't know what soap was for. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I remember as a kid, they were like, soap is made out of whale blubber. Just ah. like this little thing. And I was like... No, wait, no, it's... Who said that? No I remember that, that too. No, yeah. It, it's, it's soap like is made of whale blubber? Like fat, right? Originally, yeah. So, so they were like... It's not. Was, that's not yeah, true. in Fight Club, they make soap out it of fat. Is. They make yeah. soap using fat, but it's not made out of fat. I just thought it was fat. Made yeah, it's made out of fat and oil. Allow me to blow but you. Fat, fat is oil. Water. Yeah, so like, but it could be like, like vegetable oil or like right. human fat, you know, or whale blubber. So when I was a kid, they were right. like, oh, it's made out of whale blubber. And I was like, what the fuck? Why would you take gross whale blubber and make it smell good to just wipe your hands? Like, mm -hmm. just use water. Just stay away from this, like blubber it just seems so strange and i knew what antibacterial soap was kind of like vaguely i was like right. yeah i'll use that if it's there but if it's not there it's really just you're just somehow putting fat on your hands that sounds gross shoot to 2019 covid era and all of a sudden i found out what soap is is like soap is this combination like have you ever eaten like peanut butter on a spoon and then left it in water. And then when you go back the next day, it's like not the color of peanut butter. It's just like yeah. fat left there. Uh -huh. Well, fat doesn't go away from water. Like that's like oil and water separate. Right. So soap is like oil. So when you go like this, it pulls the, your hand has oil and then soap has oil and it pulls the oil from your hands and the soap and then it pushes it away when the water goes down. So well, isn't like, the, virus, the virus has like a fatty component, so like membrane. It tears it apart. Yeah. Like, so it's like yeah. yeah. So it's like so what soap is has like is like a two-sided molecule that has a fat side and a water side. So it pulls it like fat wants to go to the fat so and water wants to go to the water. You basically went from thinking something that was completely untrue for like twenty <laughs> or thirty years to yeah. knowing more than I know about soap. Well, I'm like a, a month. That's well, this is all part of my paper that I'm writing. I'm like, I get really upset. Like, once something becomes clear, because I always wondered in the back of my mind, like, this much, like, why would they use whale blubber? Like, that just, but I'm well, gonna look on. I have a question, excuse me. Um, you say, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> excuse all, me. The, all this time you thought it was whale blubber, you never thought to maybe like tell a friend, like, isn't that crazy that soap's whale blubber, or like, hey. Just, I remember hearing this thing a long time ago. Is this true? Because it's been a little, it's been twenty By years. By the seventeenth century, soaps were typically made with whale blubber. Those are yeah. shitty. Those are bad soaps. It's, and this is a fact because I read it and I believe everything I read. I still just don't get it. How you went so long thinking that? I just, I just, I was, I'm not that. So you smart weren't using just, soap. Like I would like put it on and kind of like go like that. Like she doesn't like dry wow. her hands. Yeah, we, and it's like, we never got sick. So that's another thing to think about is like four years of touring, 30 days on, 30 days wow. off, four gas stations a day, mm -hmm. never really using soap too much. Well, never, really never really using soap, only using it if it's antibacterial soap? Yeah, or just like not really like 
not like really just kind of like putting it on and then wiping it right off like not yeah. using it not really knowing. what she's saying is we weren't washing our hands for 20 seconds mm -hmm. every time we wash yeah i'd like put right. the soap on and then wipe it like the whole point was to get the soap off my hand not to like wash my hands it was like oh i don't want this gross whale blubber on me <laughs> i just i'm not it's not what i'm fascinated by is not the fact that like that you're like saying oh i'm not very smart because you could be like the smartest person in the world or the dumbest person in the world but the fact that you just never ever oh. shared that idea with someone who right. was like oh that's not true you know what i mean like totally like if i thought that uh i can't even think of an analogy for it it's just one of those things where you think you, you like you know scientists like in the 1600s when they they thought oh this works because this way they find out later oh there's just something called yeast we just couldn't right. see yeah well you're basically I, I, like living in, in like the past in a weird way it's like you're like a time traveler i am that's totally weird. i wish i don't want to be one actually but yeah it's just i'm i'm prone to mind control actually and that's like it all but that's not mind control <laughs> uh i no it is is i just heard something once and i was like okay okay uh, and then I like, I just went about my life for so long. It was just like, like, okay, I'm just, and I was just putting soap on just so they would think I was cool. You know, like it wasn't, I don't know. You believe in it. Yeah. I didn't yeah, believe people, in it. I didn't have intention. And also, so, uh. What about when you wash yeah. clothes or something? Yeah. That's like, that's the best time. That's when you take it serious, like somewhere else or like dishes, but like, I don't know, because I like drink people's beers at shows. I hug people. Like I never get yeah. sick, so I was like, "This is hocus pocus. There's not really germs. Like nothing bad's ever gonna happen to me." You know, I'll get like strep throat like once every year. You know, like the one I get sick once a year, but then I like it, and I don't mean this era. And yeah, I'm I know what you mean. It's nice yeah, to be sick. I like it, it. it puts you down for a little bit. It makes you just like, oh, okay, I can't do shit for a couple of days. And your fever dreams. You can't get judged for just being like, nah, just dreaming. And you can manifest really good when you're in the dream state. So I was like, I love, not anymore, not anymore. But like, I used to like, like 10 days of, like the first 10 days of this year, I was laid out with just fevers, like staring at the wall, like, whoa, whoa. Just like yeah. having these crazy dreams and it was free, you know? Yeah. Free, uh, free tripping balls, heavy experience. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any way we can hear some of the songs of the record before you release them? Yeah, you guys can. That's what I you want. You mean like other people? No, I, I, w I would love to be able to play, pull on the podcast, but I feel like, I don't know. Do you have like a demo or something that you would release? <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to answer that question. But I, I mean, old. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a demo uh, no. that we could put on our podcast? Yeah, I do. I, I, could, I could make one if you want me to. <laughs> I would make you if a demo. You, I, can I... I don't know what's going on, but I just want to say thanks so much for even letting us talk to you. Like, I don't even know why you're letting us talk to you. Like we, ha I mean, it's so confusing. You're like a hero so much. And it, when you wrote that to us, it was like, I totally thought you were fucking with me. I thought wow. it was a prank. I, I took screenshots and sent it to her. I'm like, is she, is he fucking with me? Like, what's going on? Why is he doing this? Like, he can't possibly really want to talk to us. And like, and then it was just so crazy. Cause like, 
Yeah, it's just it's a fever you. dream. I felt like when I met yeah. you guys, it was like strangely, and it was like instantly Halloween came up. Mm -hmm. I was like, this yeah. was like meant to the interaction was like meant to happen. It was instant very weird. Connection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird, and it's I don't know. Like it's we didn't. She took me to the comedy show, uh -huh. and you're like I had never. I didn't know how good it felt to laugh. Kind of, like we laugh and it feels good, <laughs> like. Yeah. I've never like going to comedy shows like you you just well, I didn't know that's what happened I thought you were just like uh is he okay <laughs> like like what she was saying like oh I don't want to feel bad for these guys and it was like yeah well you're right a lot of stuff is it's, that way yeah though. there are good yeah it just depends like too scary I just got run through the ringer of like <laughs> mm -hmm. every kind of comedy show yeah most comedy most of them are great most are I would really say great. most comedy is bad well <laughs> as most things are bad you know <laughs> but good yeah. shows are are fantastic good shows are great and yeah we just laugh every single like piece of your face is like when you're saying stuff it's like each part of your eyebrow is so funny it was like the funniest shit <laughs> and we laughed the whole time and the next day i was like oh my god like it was so i didn't know that was an option like it's like being if like life is like a theme park and there's like different rides like i didn't know like laughing for 20 minutes was like a thing and you know and it was like so cool yeah my explosion yeah so i can't wait for well, that's great for to hear that a Super. year from now yeah i can't wait for a year from now too to hear the album too i'm really excited to hear this for real so. yeah is well, there a place like making, um do i like making what do you like making videos either of you guys yeah do you want to make a video then you can hear one of the songs early sure we'll do it oh yeah we have an well what what kid we have an idea maybe for a video do it really but what I mean, is it maybe we can talk about it later you mean a music video right a music video yeah 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 music well, video. Sounds also, good. also i watched midnight gospel and it was so great and you did a great, great job show. it's a great so, show everyone watch it tune into midnight gospel <laughs> Uh, is there a place uh, that is there like a good what's the best place to find all the stuff related to the band you have a website right yep oh no no website okay no one has a website i don't know why i even best, said that what that's such an old idea word of mouth just right but, go okay so this is word of mouth now we've used the word of mouth what happens next you go to death valley instagram. girls on instagram yeah do you all have merch available right now mm-hmm okay yeah. that's good yeah you can buy uh, the records yeah, you could buy stuff, but cool. we want it. We have dream journals for you guys, and also we have this thing. Oh, cool! What is that? Oh, it's like pins. Cute. Nice. Oh, cute! Those are so cute. How do you uh, yeah. how do you find the dream journal? Is that on the Instagram or what? Oh, uh, yeah, cool. all the information is on Instagram. So Instagram is just Wait. at Death Valley Girls. Yes. Sorry, I wasn't actually okay. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't paying attention, but yeah. Mhm. Mm cool. And yeah, and the, and cool. they have amazing music videos on yes. YouTube, which amazing. I went and watched all of them right after I met you, and was what? And loved every second of it. I'm gonna you play did? that. Yeah. Yes, I can, but I just felt like I was like I've never met someone and then instantly be like, oh, they make something I would love. We like, really need to get on. We need, we really need to make each other some uh, packages and send them. Yeah, out. 
Yeah, yeah. totally. And if you guys are scared to give us your address, you can give us like your neighbor's address and just tell them, you know, like, hey, these crazy people are going to be sending us a package. So that's but, our old neighbor who's going to get Corona all over it. Yeah. 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 My, my thing is going to die. Okay. Well, I'm this has you. been a great podcast. We went very long. It's good. It's good. That's Sorry. a good sign. It's probably good. Um, me. Yeah, well, it's because it's definitely it's, it's fault. It's yeah. always Brit's fault. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> Death Valley girls, thanks for being here. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks so much. Thank Keep you. Up. Stay safe. Bye. You're currently listening to the song entitled "Breakthrough," which will be featured on the upcoming new Death Valley Girls album, being released on June 12th. Check it out.